Dear listener. Hey, you guys. Welcome back to Jadalyn's Journal. I know it's been a while. It's been like two weeks or so since I uploaded another episode. It's been really hectic with the applications process to college and virtual learning, but everything's going good. I'm dealing with everything. And today I want to talk to you about relationships during quarantine. This is something different than what I usually talk about. But I think that this is important, especially during this time. We got a lot of unrest in the country and a lot of stuff going on. And sometimes you may feel like you can't trust someone because you may, their views may be contradicting to what you believe in and what's right. So I'm going to go into a little bit of how to deal with that and relationship advice, period. So let's get into it, you guys. So with everything going on today and also the loneliness that you may be feeling in quarantine, you may be looking for love and there's nothing wrong with that. People are looking for love every day. Sometimes you may just feel like there's a little bit something missing for your life. Of course, you should know that you don't need someone, but you may be interested in someone and you don't know too much about them. Or you may know about them, but they just may be concealing their views from you because some people don't like to share their views on certain things because it can be conflicting with their friend's point of view or or their partner, their family, what have you. And that can be really difficult or scary because you may be dealing with someone who is racist and you don't know it and they're not advocating for your life if you're a person of color and you just may be dealing with someone whose views contradict yours too much to where y'all won't work out you're not compatible and you'll just be arguing 24 7 I think the best thing to do in this situation when you're trying to figure out what type of person someone is it's going to be hard during this time because I know a lot of people are still seeing each other, but we shouldn't be seeing each other to prevent the spread of COVID-19. Wear a mask, socially distance, (laughs) but just be upfront and honest with the person that you're interested in. Just say like, hey, um, so what are your views? You know, you don't have to be just hey, do you like Donald Trump? You don't have to just be out there with it like that, but just, you know, ease your way into it. What are your views? Um, What do you think about this situation? Or bring up a topic, a controversial topic. Like, what do you think about Donald Trump being reelected for president um, for 2020? Those are the type of questions that can just spark a conversation, an intellectual debate or just an intellectual conversation. And you can also figure out what type of things that your partner believes in or your potential partner. And that can tell you a lot about them, tell you a lot about their interactions with people, how they treat people. And just, you guys, be sure that even if you do date someone with different views as you, 
be sure that they truly like you for who you are. Because something tells me if you're dating a racist person and you're a person who advocates and stands for people of color or you're a person of color, something tells me that they probably don't like you. Something inside of them doesn't like you. And they're just disguising it because they say that they want to be with you or they just may want certain things from you. So be careful about that. Be careful dating someone who is racist. I advise you not to because they're a hateful person if they're racist. But if you just do decide to because you want to educate them or you want to help them understand why what they're doing is wrong, then by all means, do it. I'm all for educating someone. But please be careful. Now, I'm going to do this in segments, different aspects of a relationship that I noticed today that affects people's relationships strongly. First, I'm going to talk about, this is targeted towards my people of color. I'm going to talk about colorism. That's something I've discussed before, and you all know how I feel about colorism. It's wrong. It's another form of hate, and it's... Why would you, how can you be a part of a community that's already the minority, that's already got it harder than other people, and you want to target your own people? Y'all are both dealing with the same struggle. You're both viewed as black or Asian, whatever. You're both a part of the same race. So why would you want to put down another person in your community because of their skin color, something that they can't control? That's just like you being a racist. Come on now. But anyway, colorism within a relationship. A lot of people don't realize this, but it's highly prevalent. I've known some people on social media to say stuff like, oh, I wouldn't date a darker toned girl. And their mother is on the darker skin tone. What? So you wouldn't date a darker skinned girl, but your mother is darker skinned and she took care of you. She fed you. She carried you for nine months and you love her, right? Okay, that's weird. That's strange. And then say this person said that they wouldn't date a darker tone girl And they just date light-skinned girls. And, okay, I guess that's their preference. But whenever you're being hateful about it, that's when it's a no-no. That's a no. And let's just say you're a darker-skinned girl or a a darker-skinned male or what have you. And someone usually only dates light skins because they they say that they don't like dark skins. Or they say that they don't like dark skins because they're ugly or they're mean. That's colorist. Watch out for that. And then if they say, well, I know some people do this sometimes. I've seen it on social media. I've seen it um, in blogs, articles, YouTube. I'm sure you've all seen it before. They'll be like, well, you're pretty for a dark skin. You're nice for a dark skin or a darker skin person. I'm going to give you a chance. No. No, 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 no. Whenever they tell you something like that, then that's when it's like, oh, no, I'm good. I'm good because you're colorist and you're hateful towards somebody because something that's silly. 
educate them and tell them that you are okay and you don't want to deal with that. Because people like that are ignorant. Either they're ignorant because they just don't want to learn from other people or they're ignorant because no one has ever told them. It's just something that they're accustomed to. But either way it goes, that's wrong. But before you cut them off, educate them. Tell them why it's wrong. And also with the colorism in relationships, if you notice that your partner is a colorist, don't just stand by and let it happen. You should really address the situation with them and tell them, hey, colorism is not right. It may be something that, you know, you're used to listening to because your family had these same views or it's just something that you really don't understand. But I'm telling you now that it's wrong and it should not continue. And if they continue that hate, then you should make a decision on whether or not you're going to stay around that type of hate. The next topic I want to discuss is social media and relationships. I think, especially for the younger generation, social media is a killer when it comes to relationships. Now, I'm not sure about the older generations. I'm sure they probably experienced it a little bit, but because sometimes people from the older generation are not that into social media as the younger generation is, they don't really experience it that much. It's more prevalent in the younger generation. So we're going to get into that. So let's talk about the whole liking other people's pictures situation in relationships. Like, before I say what I have to say, I want you to think about how you will react if your significant other liked a person of their opposite sex's picture. How would you feel? So, me personally, I don't see anything wrong with your boyfriend liking another girl's picture or your girlfriend liking another boy's picture. Because this is social media. I mean, what did y'all... It's for interaction. Social media was created to fuel interactions and communication online internationally and to make it like... We're actually around each other even when we're thousands of miles from other people. So, like, for example, on Instagram. Instagram is for posting pictures and liking pictures. And then, of course, they added new features. Your stories, reels, IGTV, lives, all that. So, Instagram is a platform mostly for pictures and photography and videos. So why wouldn't you like someone's picture? If you're if you claim that you're in a stable relationship in a secure relationship, you should have no problem with your partner liking someone else's picture because you should trust them and you should believe that okay, even if they like this person's picture, it doesn't mean that they like them. It's just a picture. It's for interactions. They can be friends with people. And react to a picture. That's how we keep in contact with people. Pretty much on social media. So. I've never understood that mindset of. You shouldn't be liking other girls pictures. You shouldn't be liking other boys pictures. Then why do you have social media? You might as well delete social media. If you're going to go through all of that. That's not necessary. And if you're in a relationship with someone like that. 
That sounds toxic to me. And that's not healthy. Cause I don't I don't think someone should limit you to whose pictures you should you could like. That doesn't make any sense to me because it's social media. What did what did you think it was for? Another thing that I began to notice is really popular with a lot of celebrities and and people in general. I think also because celebrities do it, sometimes certain people who are encouraged or fueled by celebrities, they think it's okay. I mean, if you want to do it, that's your business. But I personally think this is what also kills relationships, putting your business on social media. Putting all of your relationship business on social media. Like, if you guys just got into an argument, then you go on social media and you post something about, oh, I'm so tired of arguing, and why would you say such and such and such, 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 blah, blah, blah. And you go into detail about your argument, or you start posting stuff about quotes and, you know, different tweets that relate to your situation. I think that you should just leave that between you and your partner because once you do something like that then you make the situation bigger than what it is and that just leads to more problems if you feel like you have to vent talk to a close friend or something you know or pray but i don't think you should bring it to social media because that that just brings more issues and then also it's social media People are going to talk about you. And then if you're looking to get a good job or, you know, a, get into a good school and you have all that on your page, that's not a good look for you to have a bunch of drama on your page. And it's unnecessary, you guys. I mean, how would you feel? Think about it before you post something about your relationship and your business, your personal relationship business. Think about how you would feel if your partner did the same to you and your partner was dogging you out on social media. You would probably be mad and you would probably be like, why is he or why is she talking about this on social media? This is our business. This is between us. This is not between us and the whole world, us and Instagram, us and Twitter, us and Facebook. So that's my take on that. I think you should just handle it between the two of y'all if you feel like it's such a hard burden for you to carry, talk to a close friend, talk to God. But don't talk to social media because it's not the way to go. This is the last and final topic about relationships. And I think it's one of the most important along with choosing the right person. Communication. You know, a lot of people always talk about communication communicate and stuff on social media but i don't think people truly understand what communication is yes it's talking stuff out but communication is the idea of being able not being afraid to come to your partner about anything it's being able to come to them about anything and knowing that y'all can talk it out that's communication and i think with communication you know, you may argue, you may disagree, but at the end of the day, you need to talk out and come to some type of common ground. 
and you shouldn't be afraid to come to your partner about anything that bothers you. If you feel like you're so afraid to come to your partner about something, then maybe y'all just aren't the right match. It's it's perfectly okay to be nervous. It's perfectly okay to be scared. But when you feel like you just can't tell them anything at all, then I think y'all need to rectify that situation and figure something out because that's not good. Because if you're constantly if you're constantly concealing things from your partner and you're not saying anything about it because you don't feel comfortable doing so, then your relationship is going to go to pieces. Because neither of you are going to know the issues that's going on. They're just going to build up and build up and build up until it just becomes too much to deal with and somebody explodes. So I think if you have that issue, if you're afraid to talk to your partner, you feel like you can't talk to them, you need to sit down and think about it with yourself or pray about it. Why can't I talk to them? What is it about them? What is it about me? Why do I feel like I just can't communicate with them or I can't say what's on my mind? And once you think about that, then you go to the conclusion, is this relationship okay? Is this relationship right? Is it any good? Am I just draining myself and putting energy into something that's dead? Ask yourself that question. Because sometimes we may think that a person is right for us, but they're not. But we're just too not in love, but infatuated with them to see that. And the whole time you're draining yourself and you're losing your energy over something that's worthless. And then once you get out of that relationship, it's just like a deep breath that you never knew you were holding. So you guys just... Think about your decisions. Be careful. Don't let social media ruin something that you have. Don't get too caught up in the internet aspects of what people define as a relationship and what people post and vacations and trips and stuff. If you're secure with what you have and you know what you have is right and both of y'all love each other and there's no jealousy and hate, then don't worry about what everyone else is doing. You're not in everyone else's relationship. I hope that you took something from this episode that was valuable to you. I hope that you learned something new. And I hope that this advice can help better your relationship or help lead you to a relationship that's actually good for you. Listen to the advice that I told you because it's valuable information and it's solid information it's facts don't let social media ruin something that you have that's pointless and next week i will be talking about the election and voting but you guys don't forget to get out there and vote 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 this is very important don't take this situation lightly if you have friends that are, you know, saying that they're going to vote for Kanye or whatever, educate them and tell them that they don't need to try and split the vote or write in a vote that's likely not even going to win. 
just be smart about this election and pick the person that you know is going to do right by this country at this time and the person who is the most decent candidate. And we all know who that is. <laughs> so, you guys be safe and be blessed. I'll see you next week. Peace.